What's up? Um, my name is Hayden Madison, and this is podcast number one of the Hayden Madison podcast. Um, I feel like I'm going to have a lot of guests on here, and I want to explore a lot of topics, but I am not well known on the social medias or have any background for anyone to know me by, so this podcast is going to be just me. Uh, kind of explaining what led me here to want to start this podcast and a little bit of my life story, a little bit of background before I kick off with guests and, uh, you know, talking about, oh, I think most of it's going to be around just growth, self-development, um, it's kind of spirituality stuff, plant medicines, um, mindset advice, uh, conversation, um, that's all been kind of my focus for the past couple years and uh, ready to just kind of share a lot of that with with people. So that's what led me here to, this, to kind of starting this. Um, I think why now? Like the question of why now, why not? Why would I start this podcast right now? Um, I think it's been something I've wanted to do for a while. I started listening to podcasts when I was in college. I started with Joe Rogan experience about seven, eight years ago, maybe. Uh, I think he was like in the late 200s when I started listening to him. And that blew my mind, just like that way of, of getting information and um, just like the openness and the realness of that conversation. Um, of, you know, the conversations that he was having really resonated with me. And that kind of, honestly, I think, started me on a path of, you know, being unconventional and questioning more and more. Uh, I, I think I had already started to do it a little bit in, in my college experience, and that kind of just jump-started the whole thing. And, um, you know, probably led me to where I am now, but a lot has happened in between. Um, you know, I, I, when I was in college, I, you know, I, I was a finance major. I was basically doing, following all the steps that society told me to do, that my family, that the people around me told me to do. And it had been bringing me a good amount of satisfaction, a good amount of happiness. Um, but in college, I started to realize that this wasn't sustainable. Like, I wasn't doing this for me. This wasn't feeding my soul. So I kind of realized that I was going to have to make some changes in my thinking and, um, yeah, just kind of explore, explore more ideas and, and more ways to living. Um, you know, just kind of going back a little bit further, when I was a kid, um, you know, I grew up in Alfreda, Georgia. I, um, I remember going on vacations and like going on ski trips or, you know, going to other countries or visiting like, um, just cool places. And I would always feel bad about being a tourist. I was it's like, why would I work? Why would we live where we live when we could just be like these people and live in the mountains and enjoy nature or live at the beach and enjoy nature? Like, what what is this payoff? So, like, what is the payoff for living where we live and like putting ourselves through work and like for me, school at the time? And, you know, I, in my mind, when I was a kid, I was like, well, I'm just going to be a ski bum be a ski school teacher and like live this way because this is like instead of work year-round to spend a week in the mountains I'll just spend all my time there and money doesn't matter uh, for me because this is like it's like a cheat like I'm, I'm not spending money I'm living in this area and um, you know I don't have to work and do like the hard stuff that everybody else is doing so that was kind of like I think always in the back of my head that like I was always going to back out of society a little bit. Um, and I think I was unique in that area. I think probably 
a lot of other kids didn't feel that way because um, they had maybe happier home lives. I had um, I grew up with an older sister. She was two and a half years older than me. And I had um, my mom and dad were, you know, I think they, they got divorced when I was 12. And I think before then they were had a pretty good relationship. I, I never remember them like being super close. Looking back and like after conversations with my mom, I, I know that, you know, they were kind of struggling a little bit for, for some years before they got divorced. So for whatever reason, I never really felt like I had that home, just like safety, home environment to uh, that. That was like a really loving environment. I would remember I would always go over to my cousin's house. They had a big family and like they all lived in like a little small house, a big family. And it was like the best experience for me. Like I was surrounded by family. We were played games all day. We ate dinner, you know, we did everything together. And I was like, this is like how it's supposed to feel. Um, so kind of moving on, you know, once my parents got divorced at 12, I think I kind of changed from, you know, being a kid to, and like, just like kind of enjoying things, obviously have like a couple awkward years in, in elementary school, middle school. But then, you know, once I got divorced, I was in seventh grade. And if anyone were to ask me how I was doing, I would just be like, doing fine, not affecting me that much. Um, you know, it's all good. Not, not even that much has changed. And like, I was basically, and, and in my head, I kind of believed that. And but basically what I was doing is just like avoiding ever talking about it, avoiding anything that was bothering me. I basically built up a shell to where on the outside, if anybody looked at me, I was like, you don't have to worry about me. I'm good. I'm taking care of myself. Uh, and I think it really like made me grow up quickly to where like I was then like the person in the family, like I always had everything together on the outside. And like my sister who was a couple years older, was less, uh, you know, like that. She was more rebellious. She was getting into trouble, was like openly upset with the family dynamic, looking for more. Um, and yeah, so basically she's kind of the one that's doing the rebelling, calling the family out, like, um, bringing up the discomfort around the situation. And I'm over there kind of like as the all-American sport playing kid, just like, nope, I'm good, no problems, don't have to worry about me. And then like I basically built on that and, you know, that basically propelled me like into my adult life. Um, I, I think my mindset was like, all right, our family situation isn't good. I'm not really happy at home. I don't really feel completely um, myself. Like, I remember as a kid, I was able to just joke around and like be silly, like and, and kind of express myself more. But like, um, I was also like big into sports and big into wrestling. So my mindset was like, turned very harsh. And I was like, I had no tolerance for like, playing around, it was very serious. I believed in like putting in the work. And in my mind, I'm going to put in the work and follow these rule sets and, and like follow these outlines of like ways to be successful. And I'm going to achieve that. And then I'm not going to have to deal with like family or any uncomfortableness around the family anymore after, you know, after I graduate high school, go to college, I'll be taking care of myself from then on out. I'm going to do it by just like keeping my shit together. And that was kind of a mindset. And uh, that being said, like, looking back, I felt like I was in high school, I was pretty happy, like I was getting enjoyment from typical things. I mean, I had my sports that always kept me like, I always had something to improve on. So that was like, um, you know, I, I don't know what I would have done without that. That was like where I put my energy, where I put my anger. Like 
out on the soccer field or out on the lacrosse field, I was always the one, like, you know, like, being, like, a bully, pushing people around, like, being, like, extra physical, um, hitting people, like, that was my outlet, and I would just, like, let it loose, go crazy, and then I think that kind of kept me balanced, and then, you know, I also kind of developed a good group of friends, and, like, really, you know, towards the end of my high school, probably through most of my high school, I had kind of developed more friends, more and more friends as it went on, and, like, I was feeling really happy and comfortable with with that, Um, just, like, just feeling comfortable with friends, being, like, one of the group. I, I don't think I'd always been that way, but to kind of get to that point, I was like, all right, like, I've got everything figured out now. Like, I'm a senior in high school, I got friends, I got, I have, I have a party or two here and there, like, uh, it was all good. So, um, that, you know, that led me to high school, or to college, I went into college with that same mindset, like, I am basically kind of thinking I was the man, um, a little bit cocky, not gonna lie, um, just because I had kind of taken care of myself through a lot of high school, like, my mom, was kind of not super available for me in high school. Like I would make a lot of my own meals. I would do my own laundry. I would like, I was really, my mom didn't really keep tabs on me. I would go out when I wanted, I would do what I want. And I I was just good at taking care of myself. And like, um, yeah, I don't know. I just had like a good amount of self-confidence at that age. And like, it was very involved around like doing the right thing. And, um, following a specific set of guidelines and like not straying too far from the path of that um, to kind of achieve security in my own life. And, um, you know, I think through freshman year of high school or of college, I was still in that mode. um, And it got me through a pretty like happy, easy freshman year of of college. Like I, you know, I was just kind of fully embracing the like fraternity thing. Um, maybe not fully. I always felt a little bit weird about doing that, but like you know, just like the partying, the social scene. I I was staying on top of my grades. I was like, man, I got everything figured out. And then um, I think it was sophomore year when I had moved into the fraternity house that I started to kind of realize my life isn't quite aligned the way I want it to be. And um, I think I kind of got tired of the, of the partying. Um, a lot of the people around me were, were using like drugs and, you know, it just kind of never stops. And I was like, just at that point, starting to look for more meaning and like, you know, trying to figure out what what the point is of, of all like the partying all the fun having like um, I, I missed my sports at that time like I, I kept working out but I was missing being part of a team and just like having some purpose I wasn't extremely interested in what I was studying um, that when I was mainly doing um, you know more of your generic like English calculus classes or whatever but that's kind of when I started to question things. Then I ended up joining like the club lacrosse team my sophomore year and, um, you know, kind of branching out from a lot of my friend group, um, in like the fraternity and, um, kind of was like, all right, let me focus on things that, that kind of make me happier. And then, you know, going into junior year, I think, more of the same just kind of like kept coming up Uh, i was questioning my major i was a finance major and you know i was just starting to see the life like that that was leading me to of just what seemed like monotony to me it seemed boring it seemed soulless and like i don't think i could really articulate those things at that time but yeah, I started to just wonder what I was doing with my time. And like, um, in my mind, I still kind of had that ski bum 
dream and I was like well why why am I even here like I don't want to waste my parents money I would rather go out in the real world and like get real world experience and I actually wrote my my parents a letter telling them basically that I didn't have an interest in like what I was doing in college I didn't feel like I needed to be there um I didn't you know I wanted to like go out and like get some real life experience because the the sheltered kind of college experience was just like not fulfilling me at all and like that was the first time I think my junior year when I um when I was like I I don't know like I was listening to a lot of like things on the internet and like podcasts and whatnot and like I heard someone describe depression and I was like oh yeah that like I've definitely had some of that before but you know I've always kind of been like able to work out like physically work that out or you know stay pretty on top of it and not get too down so I kind of stayed in like a mid-level um you know not too high not too low state with like a little bit of fluctuation here or there and um you know I I, I think one of the, like the classes that I really enjoyed was environmental science like I really loved learning about like biology the earth um like new sustainable technologies and stuff like that and i was like well maybe i'll change my major to that and that'll like bring me happiness or whatever and then i did that and i was like no that's not right either that i don't like i don't really actually see a path in that field either so i changed it back to finance and basically it was like you know my parents were like you're not leaving school we understand you're not leaving and um you know I, may, I enjoyed the rest of my college experience. I think w one of the things that I kind of turned to when I was like, all right, I'm just gonna get this degree. I don't see myself as these other people where like, to me, it felt like their parents were happy and they grew up in, a, in like a happy home. And then they were gonna go and do the same thing that their dad did, which is like, you know, whatever, some type of like, run the family business or run work for a big real estate firm or whatever and so they were just had already accepted like this is the path like i want to follow in like my family's footsteps and you know that's kind of where they were going and i just knew that there was like i just had the feeling there's got to be something more um so one of the things like that I started doing and um, was smoking a lot of weed. Um, I think for me at that point, it was a way to um, try and just like explore my mind a little bit and try and like find some different ideas. Like I had, I, I thought I wanted to like write movies for one for a little while. Like. I had all this like all these different things that like I wanted to like make music and I wanted to get into that and like I was trying to like use weed to like help me get there didn't really work I think there's a little bit too much distraction in college and just like in my own mind at that point um so you know I was turning to that a lot but I think there, there was some good that came of like all the weed smoking and it was kind of me going inward um, and really like questioning a lot about my own beliefs, you know, when like I first started smoking weed, it was like, well, why am I so self-conscious about this? Well, maybe it's because of this, this, this. And then like, I started to kind of like, kind of work through some of my own stuff. And um, yeah, you know, I kind of just like use that as like outlet and then also, like, I kept playing my sports, I kept playing lacrosse, I kept, uh, you know, I, I had some good friends there. And, but I always kind of, like, isolated myself and kept myself on the outside of the groups. Um, because deep down, I didn't really want to be like everyone else. And I didn't really, wasn't, I knew that I wasn't fulfilled by, like, the partying thing, even in college. Um, when it felt like everybody else was. So I kind of just, like, removed myself. And, like, I always knew that, like, focusing on my health, on my own fitness was something, like, a positive thing that I could put time into. So I, would always, I was always, like, pretty diligent and, like, focused on that. And I think those things helped get me through 
to up until graduation when I pretty much had no idea what I was doing. And, um, you know, I ended up taking a trip to Europe for three weeks and coming back to living at my mom's house. And I was like, you know, at that point, it was kind of like, do I want to become like a ski bum? Do I want to move out west and just like try and enjoy enjoy the outdoors? But I had had kind of like a couple experiences where I'd gone skiing and I was like, man, like I've loved skiing my whole life, but I've gotten like so good that I don't know where else, like how much I can improve. I don't know, like I could I could see how it may get old. Like I I, I could just see that I needed more stimulus and like to be truly happy, I needed more, um, I needed like goals and more things to work on than just like skiing and like the craft of skiing. Like I needed many things. Um, so, you know, at that time I had actually gotten pretty into jujitsu and then I decided like, all right, let me work on that. Let me get a job. And then, you know, I ended up getting a job and that was kind of the start of like a six year corporate life uh, stint that uh, maybe five year, five and a half year corporate life stint that um, that was really hard to get out of. Um, you know, I started working for a company called the Intercontinental Exchange. I was uh, taking phone calls with like um, commodities, like oil and gas traders, helping them you know, use the software for trading, helping them like bus trades. Um, it was pretty, you know, it was the first job. Uh, it was okay. You know, I showed up eight o'clock, left at four thirty, And like, I think it was a good job for me to have and just kind of start to figure things out. Um, I will say I felt like pretty lost for the first, I think I did that for about almost two years. Um, I had a couple different positions with that company, but for about two years, I was kind of doing that. And I was like, I basically show up, work, go home, go hang over at my friend's house, smoke some weed, play FIFA, go to bed, do it again, go out on the weekends. And I felt like I was basically a college kid, um, you know, basically living a college lifestyle, but instead I had like a full-time job and I was doing that, um, you, you know, f for a year and eight months and like the whole time I just knew that I couldn't be there forever. And I think it was just a slow process of like, all right, maybe there, you know, I think at that point I was like, all right, maybe it's, maybe, you know, I can do the work thing, but it's, I just don't have the right job. So I started to look for new jobs. Um, I ended up taking a job working in operations for like a financial investment, fixed income, uh, management investment shop that, you know, invested a lot of money in the fixed incomes, commercial mortgage-backed security markets. And, um, Residential mortgage-backed securities actually is what they did a lot of. And um, this is post-crash. They were doing it a little bit safer than uh, people were doing it before the economic crash. But, um, yeah, you know, in, in, in each new job I had, I kind of, like, allowed myself to immerse myself in it and, like, learn as much as I could. And, like, I think for any job you start out kind of open and then like learning or enjoying it. Maybe I was, I was enjoying the people I was working for. And then, um, yeah, you know, and then it's like, all right, well, you know, maybe there's gotta be something else, you know, there's gotta be something more still. Like I just never had that fulfillment, soul fulfilling feeling. Um, I got it. I spent, almost a year there. Then I got another job offer. So I worked for like a real estate firm and I was kind of helping with on some real investment, real estate investment, um, underwriting and research and like putting together investment memos and, and this type of thing. And I ended up having that job for about three and a half years. Um, and yeah, the whole time 
I was just looking for like more for f- fulfillment. I was like always questioning whether or not I could make it work. Um, you know, I think my thing was security and like I wanted, I had a lot of things around money to where I was like, I can't imagine not having a job and not having income to support myself. Like I can't imagine having to depend on anyone. So like, I guess this is what I have to do. But I was always thinking like, I should be doing something that I really enjoy. Like I felt like I was just showing up, kind of going through the motions and I was never actually going to be successful in the jobs and like the fields that I was in because I didn't have that natural curiosity. I was just doing what I had to do to show that I cared or show that I did the work. And I wasn't really like putting my whole, my whole heart, body, mind, soul into the work. And I knew that that wasn't going to pay off the way that doing a type of work that I could put my whole self into was going to pay off. So that was a slow process um, of just kind of like, breaking that down. I think there's a few things that happened outside of work um, since I started that job that kind of propelled me into where I am now. Uh, I got a, I got a girlfriend, I think like three months into working at that job, at the real estate um, company. And that was like a big game changer for me because I had kind of been doing my own thing and like not necessarily you know just like looking for more and then I kind of found a person who I was kind of able to be myself with and like I think she kind of helped me like go back to like my goofy self and just like enjoy life and not um you know it was just like a good distraction from work because before that I was so like well I need to be doing this I need to be doing that like I should be making this amount I should be doing that And when I got in that relationship, it was just like, okay, this is kind of like relationships are where I should be putting more of my time. Like, this is what's important. This is what's bringing me joy. And um, that then kind of created a interesting relationship dynamic where, you know, I think we kind of went in full steam and then, um, you know, kind of developed like a some type of dependence attachment to each other we both kind of had like some just instability i don't want to say trauma but just like some issues from our past and like we were both kind of like really clean to um, like a secure relationship and with that came like a lot of like pressure on me to like be a certain way do a certain amount of things um you know and, and that that eventually kind of started breaking down um probably like eight nine months into the relationship is when well yeah probably like nine months into the relationship is when covid started and my girlfriend basically moved into my apartment during covid so we started spending a ton of time together and it was good, but, you know, started to um, kind of like, I, I started to realize, like, I started to feel some imbalance and like some some problems that, that weren't quite right with the relationship as we like spent more time together. Um, and like, I think at that point I was like, well, shouldn't like this person like really like loves me. So shouldn't I be able to be this and that for them? And like, shouldn't I be able to, um, you know, like why, if they love me, like, why am I having so much trouble being happy right now? Like, is it my job? Is it this or that? Like, and then I think, I, I, I think, there's a few things and like, I didn't really want to bring any of that up. So I kind of just put it all inward, which just like brought me down further and just like created more dissonance in the relationship. And, um, yeah. So I basically 
kind of got myself to a point where I was like, my life on paper should be pretty good. Like I've, I've been successful in my job. I've gotten the security I, I've wanted since like my parents got divorced. Like I'm not dependent on anybody. Um, I have like a person who like really loves me. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm able to be myself around them, but like I still have like a, some type of inner knowing that like my soul is not being fed. Like this is not, uh, I just knew that there were like changes coming. Like I was not completely happy. And, um, you know, it took a while for that relationship to kind of end. I think I probably lasted a year and a half, maybe more maybe two years. Um, and yeah, that was just like a slow process of me kind of like realizing that, you know, where, where our relationship was unhealthy and like kind of us not being individuals enough and like being more, being too dependent on each other. And like, once I was able to kind of like figure all that stuff out, which is really hard for me to do because it just felt like there was something wrong with me for not like being able to be happy in that relationship. But once I was able to kind of break that down and let it go, I wouldn't say I completely let it go, but I, I broke up because I knew what I like. I had some growth to do. She had some growth to do. And I knew that. But then once we broke up, that really started me on like self-development journey. Um, I think I kind of went from spending all my time with this one person during quarantine, during COVID. And then, you know, to where I had kind of like stopped hanging out with a lot of friends. And then I'm find myself without her, you know, at home alone. I live, I, at that point I was living in an apartment by myself and I was just like, okay, like this, I was feeling like extremely uncomfortable for months after that, where I was like, you know, I, I just had someone who was like there for me. And like, now I, I felt like I had nobody like, um, no friend, like I had friends, but no one that I was like, just on the, on the like day in and day out, like super close with, um, I didn't have a girlfriend and like, I was extremely like, I was at home like, well, man, I need to like start dating someone else. Like I need to, I need to get this person in my life. I need to do this. I need to do that. And like the whole time I was just like, not, I was just really realizing that I'm not okay just being by myself. Like I, um, yeah, like there was a part of me then, then that would like go out with some of my friends again and like start to do the drinking thing and like looking for, you know, trying to go that route to like feel fulfill like the social needs in my life. And that just wasn't fulfilling them at all. Like at that point, I felt like I really moved on from just the normal drinking bar, going out, like scene that most of us young people fall into, uh, especially like if you're still around, like some of your college friends, like it's just kind of the way that, that people go. And, um, yeah, so so that kind of kicked me off on that process, and I ended up reading a book by Anthony DeMello called The Way to Love, and like uh, that and many other books and like podcasts that were, I, I don't know, I guess I would call it like self-improvement, self-development. Um, I think there's a little bit more of like a spiritual side to that, like a lot of it is based on like awareness and like meditation, and I think that was really um what kind of kicked me off uh, I, I had been interested in, in those things before and I had, I had thought that i was like into them but once i read that book by anthony DeMello, which is about like removing yourself from your attachments um like we ch i think it's something along the lines of like we choose to be unhappy until we fulfill a certain desire and we fulfill that desire and then we realize 
we're the same. And then we choose another desire and then we work to fulfill that, fulfill that. And like, it's this never ending process of, um, you know, of uh, trying to achieve certain things, trying to like acquire certain things, becoming attached to the idea of like getting a girlfriend or having friends or, or whatever. And it really is the idea of like going inward and realizing that you don't need anything to be happy and just like being by yourself um, and like channeling all of that outward energy into yourself and, you know, just appreciating nature, appreciating your food, like just really like simplifying your life and, um, and yeah, and, and also kind of working through like through that, then I'm able to kind of go into like meditation and look at some of the things that like I'm desiring in life and some of the things that I am attached to. And I'm able to kind of like break free of some of those things and set, and look at my life if I never had those things or if I would never get those things. Like, would I be okay? Would I be okay if I never achieved like the certain career um, success that I was like envisioning for myself? Um, so, so yeah, so that was a good little process. Um, and you know, that was like maybe six months, eight months of like starting to, to really open myself up to like new ideas of, of meditation and just, just awareness and just like how I was reacting to certain outcomes and, and then just like kind of becoming more in tune with what it is that I wanted to do because it wasn't really the going out drinking thing. It was more, you know, I was into like fitness. Um, I started to kind of explore music again, something that I always wanted to do, but never really had the balls to just like try it out, get a guitar, like start learning. And at that point I was like, okay, let me like try this. Let me, let me get into reading. Let me, you know, read only things that like feed my soul. So I started doing all these things and, um, and yeah, it was a good process. And that just brought me back to like one thing that I like read in college. I think it was a Judd Apatow book. Maybe I want to say, um, or maybe, maybe something else, but there, I, I kind of like got introduced to the idea of like, we can work on anything in our lives, like, and even in college, I kind of knew this as truth, but, and like, it's not about money. It's not about like, we can choose to put our energy into anything. So it may as well be something like we enjoy and, and like really being like creative, like approaching life as like an artist and like, um, see like basically being, being creative, approaching life as an artist and like approaching each day with like new excitement to build, create things. Like I knew that was, that was how, where I had to go, but I was just like, I had too much blockage, um, just in my mind that was like care about where I cared what other people think, where I was still trying to like show that I had put together like a good life that I was successful and like on the right track. I was still trying to show that to my parents, to like my peers. And, um, yeah, there were certain things that I hadn't accepted about myself yet that didn't allow me to like take the steps into like, um, any like more creative area, like music or writing or whatever it is like, you know, maybe like some type of fitness, putting together some type of fitness program or something. Like I still had so much blockage and I still have blockage that I'm working through. But anyways, I started to kind of feel like I, I could start to work through that. And, um, so this kind of leads me to the next chapter. And when I was in, high school or in college, I had heard about ayahuasca. I think probably on someone on the Joe Rogan podcast or somewhere on YouTube or something. Like I was always searching all up, you know, searching all the time in there. 
And I was like, when I first heard about it, I was like, I'm going to do that. I don't know when or how, but like at some point I'm going to do that in my life. And then um, out of the blue one day, um, this is the spring of 2021, my mom came up, to, my mom was like, hey, so I did ayahuasca. Um, I had a great experience. I'm going back in July to do it again. And you're coming with me. And I was like, all right, hell yeah. Like this seems like perfect timing because I had started to work through things, you know, after breaking up out of that relationship. And then, um, you know, I, I, I kind of get to, and then I'm like, but I still felt like I needed to break free. And like, I still was kind of trying to figure out the next direction that I wanted to take my life. And uh, yeah, so that brings me to like, the ayahuasca ceremonies and like I think a really big accelerator of like all this growth and all of this um you know just like my life really I went down there and you know I had some questions about like oh well what should I be doing for work like I want to be doing something I'm really passionate about um but that was kind of like my main question at that point and and also like friends like I was tired of doing the going out thing and uh, yeah, so the, you know, those are some of my questions as I went down there and yeah, I mean, I, I could probably record a whole another podcast on the ayahuasca experiences and I think a lot of podcasts will be about that. Um, but the first time I went down, you know, I'll try to keep it brief. Um, the whole first night that I did ayahuasca, I was just like crying for like, must've been four hours. Um, just looking at different situations in my life, different relationships, and just like seeing them very clearly and like seeing how I could have acted better and how I could have like treated a certain person better or how I was like doing things to please other people, to please my parents. Um, seeing clearly like how I was becoming what I didn't want to become um, out of fear because I was afraid to like be myself and um, yeah I, I just started it, it was that whole first night was just like crying like seeing things clearly and you know I, I left like okay like that first night I was like well you know that was good I feel like I came to terms with a lot of things but um you know no no real revelations or anything like um but i i did feel a little bit lighter like i was like okay you know um let's see what happens this next night because that i think that kind of like cleared me out from a lot of just just things in my mind questions in my mind that have been holding me back a little bit and the second night, um, for whatever reason, like the ayahuasca is like really slow to hit me. Like it took a couple hours, especially like my first couple times doing it. Um, so the second night I, I remember I was like kind of getting frustrated because I was like, I'm not really having any visions. And then like after one of the cups of ayahuasca, I look at one of my friends who I had made there and she's just like dancing like in her little cot, like just having like a time. They're, they're playing music and she's just like enjoying herself. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to whether or not like I have visions or uh, really like f have a in-depth experience. Like I'm just going to enjoy start dancing and just like start enjoying um and like dancing like no one's watching just like really enjoying this experience for myself as soon as i started doing that as soon as i made that decision like i just like blasted off into outer space and um i started getting a ton of clarity just about like my life and i felt like i had just dropped all the baggage like i was getting clarity downloads i would call them and i was like seeing i was like told that like all right i am light now like i have nothing holding me back i can like bring positive energy everywhere i go i started hard to explain but i was like laying out in the grass 
looking up at the moon, full clear night, tons of stars. And I, I just like was getting the knowing that there was a higher power, that there was like a, a connectedness in the universe and like something had my back. And before that, I had never really believed that. Like for me, it was always like hard work will get me through, you know, these things like hard work was my religion. Like that is what's going to bring me safety. It's like outworking the next person, making my own way. And this was kind of like showing me, I don't have to be so serious and like be all about hard work or whatever. Like there's something that has my back. I need to be my like brightest self, my, I need to enjoy life and like let things come to me is basically kind of what I was getting. Um, I was, I was getting those downloads. I started becoming thankful for every bad thing that had ever happened in my life. Um, and just seeing them as learning, learning opportunities and seeing them for leading me to exactly where I was and like helping me, helping prepare me for exactly like that moment and for who I was like going to be. So I started just accepting myself and like just having so much like clarity around all this stuff. And, um, I think that that point like changed me. Like I remember, I remember kind of like, all right, let me like ask whatever is happening. Like, let me ask a question, like, what should I be doing for work? And then it was just like, the clarity came through. It was like, it doesn't matter what you do for work. Like it matters how you show up. It matters the attitude that you bring. And then, um, and like what really is important is the people you're around, like your relationships, um, you know, being connected with the earth, like those things are like where I had to put my priorities. And that was all like huge, huge stuff. Um, and, and, and pretty life changing for me at that point. So, you know, my mom was there with me and like, I, I after that, like, I gave her a big hug and like, I had like doubted a lot of her guidance along the way. And like, I, I remember just like hugging her and telling her she was right the entire time. Like, sorry that I was so stubborn about this or that. And, um, yeah. So, you know, we did two more nights of it and it was just continued, like downloads continued, um, kind of realizations. I like to call it leveling up to where you're just like breaking free of things from the past. And like, I remember I was kind of like preparing myself to like go back to the real world while on ayahuasca. Uh, it was kind of like showing me, I was thinking about situations and like how I should approach them as from a fearful mindset or from like a open, um, trusting mindset. And, you know, I went back to work and, and my job and, uh, I think I, I think I kind of knew after that, like, I'm not going to be working this job forever. Like there's going to be other opportunities, other things that come up, but let me like bring my A game while I'm here. And I think I brought a much more like energetic approach to work. And, um, you know, I had my bad days for sure, but I had a much better mindset and, um, you know, I, I changed a lot of things in my life. Like, I stopped feeling the need to hang out with so many people and like go out and drinking. Like for some reason I was like drinking. I never really considered myself a big drinker, but, um, if I were around people like that, I didn't like, or like in a situation I didn't want to be in, I'd find myself drinking more and more. And like, I was, I was just like, okay, well, I'm not going to put myself in those situations anymore. And, um, you know, I think through that, like I started spending a lot more time alone. I started writing more. I started like playing guitar more. I started uh, doing yoga because I'd always felt limp. Like I've been doing like the weights thing. I've been sitting in my office, lifting weights and like tightening my body. And I just was like, all right, now I need to like open up, um, work on feeling good. You know, not, not focus on looking good so much, just like focus on feeling good. And, um, I, so all of a sudden I had all these little things that I was like excited about just to work on by myself and not needing anybody else. And, um, it was a slow process. I think a couple months after that trip to Costa Rica where I did ayahuasca, I was, I kind of came back and I was like, well, I think I'm going to 
probably, you know, next spring will be a good time for me to leave my job. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I have all these like little ideas, nothing that I really trusted in myself, to be honest. And I still kind of have some reservations about, about these things, but, um, but yeah, you know, I was like, I'm going to make big changes. Like I, I knew that I wanted to make big changes. I wanted to experience some discomfort and I wanted to just trigger more growth in my life. And I just knew that staying in that same job was not going to allow me the most growth because it took away from me being able to do a lot of things and I, and I didn't have freedom over my schedule. Um, and yeah, so like, you know, I was back, I went there in July and I think by the time December came, you know, I was feeling good through up until December. And then by the time December came, I was, I started feeling worn out again because I was like, I've worked so much on myself and all these things, but like nothing in my like external reality is changing. Nothing is getting better. Like I'm still like, you know, by myself most of the time I'm, although I've been like doing all this like meditation, like wait, like trusting that all these changes are going to happen. Like at that point, it felt like nothing had changed. And I felt like I was like very far from ever being able to like take a step out of my job and like take a step into some, you know, just new growth. And yeah, it was funny. Like all these things like started lining up and like, I started feeling like really run down in my body. And then I ended up getting COVID like a couple days before Christmas. And basically didn't see anyone over like Christmas or New Year's because I was like out with COVID, like really struggling, uh, feeling like really down. And um, I kind of decided like, while I had COVID, I was like, once I get my energy back, once I feel capable, I'm going to like completely go full steam ahead. Like, not let anything hold me back and like work on making these changes and like, you know, continuing this process of like trusting, trusting the process, working on myself, uh, reading things that were good for me and like allowing, you know, allowing an opportunity for change. Um, and that's kind of what I did. And, um, you know, event, eventually I kind of, started a conversation with a mentor that I had who was in the construction industry about kind of working with him, um, which for me would allow me to sp spend more time focusing on things that I, I wanted to do less time. You know, I was working, I was working a lot. I was basically, you know, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m., 6 p.m., sometimes 10 p.m. Like, I was just always on call. I, I wasn't really able to, like, take time off of work without feeling guilty. Um, I just didn't have any freedom, and I, and I knew that it was holding me back. So I started this conversation with him, and, you know, eventually it kind of led to us working out a deal and me starting my own little LLC to kind of run construction projects for him. And, um, you know, while that was also going to be a lot of work, it was a way for me to take one step into starting my own business, which is like something I'd always wanted to do. Um, it was a lot, it was going to allow me like to take those steps. And, um, yeah, so I've kind of continued the path from there. Um, you know, I've, I've learned to kind of be patient with all these changes. Um, for instance, this podcast is something that I probably want to do for a year. Um, I've been having like really good conversations with people about all this stuff, about growth, about, um, you know, meditation, awareness, uh, just leveling up in life in general. And uh, so all that's been bringing me energy. So now I want to share that. And like, I've recognized that for me to have the most energy in my life, like, I have to do shit like this that like fires me up that um, makes me want to grow even more and and this is going to allow me to have more energy in other areas of my life to continue leveling up so um, 
so yeah, I, you know, I, I think I've gotten good at just kind of having like a, a more stable approach and not getting too high or too low based on like outcomes day to day, like little things that could come up that may bother me or whatever. Like I've gotten that baseline set to where I'm not attached to outcomes. Like I know that the, the work, the only thing that matters is like myself, how I'm reacting to things, how I'm growing. And, um, you know, I feel like more energy than I've ever had before. And, uh, you know, I think a couple weeks ago, almost a month ago, I went and did ayahuasca again. And like that time was just like confirming like where I'm at and like what I should be, what I need to be focused on, what I need to be doing. Um, it was like, I seriously, like the first night I did it again, uh, this past May, um, it was just like all about like self-love. Like I was like appreciating all the growth that I had done. I was like opening up more and like having a greater understanding of like what had been holding me back. Um, which is a lot of it was about like what other people thought of me for whatever. I still don't know exactly like the cause and like why that was so ingrained in me, but, um, just kind of helping me realize like, it's not about what all these other people think. It's just about what I think of myself and that's it. There's nothing else. And like, it was kind of like helping me accept like every single one of my flaws, everything that like makes me, me. And I was, it was just like, a, honestly, like a celebration of like an ayahuasca trip where I was like, it was kind of like good work, keep it up. Here's more energy. Here's more like confidence. Here's more trust in myself to go and like achieve the things that I want to achieve. And, um, and with that, you know, I think I'm like, it's a hard journey because it really does take like a lot of inner work and a lot of patience you, you, you kind of accept these things, like these ideas in your head and you expect yourself to be able to like live them out and like live that way right away. But it takes time for your like body or for like your actions, at least for me, for your actions to like line up with those like new beliefs or, or to move on from past beliefs. It takes time for your body to like do these things and like go out and achieve these things. So, um, so I think that's kind of like where I'm at now is I'm just focused on my energy on putting things. It's why I'm starting this podcast. It's why I'm putting energy into, um, sharing some of my story, having some good conversations like I've had with a lot of people since being on this journey, sharing that with other people and whatever happens with it, if one person watches it or if no people watch it, like I'm putting this out, it's going to be giving me back more energy to work on, uh, the things like my health, my music, my like enjoyment, my whatever. Um, it's all going to be coming back to me. So that's, that's kind of the goal with this. And yeah. Um, you know, that yeah that that's what's led me to here um you know i i don't know exactly the next steps i don't know what's going to be next but i know that i i just kind of have to continue on this path and continue working so um yeah if anybody made it this far listening to this podcast really appreciate it um I really have met some good people along, you know, in the past year, two years who, um, had really cool conversations with, and I want to, and like, after each one of those conversations, I'm like, shit, I should have podcast. We should have podcasted that. Cause it's like, I get so much from those conversations. I think there's a lot of like knowledge for other people to get. It makes me articulate more things that, you know, increase my understanding of, all this stuff, um, growth mindset. I don't know. I need a word to call it, but like growth is, is kind of like what leveling up is like what I, um, like to call it. I think at some point I realized the most rewarding thing, like 
It's not like getting girls. It's not um, making money. It's not like buying a certain thing. But the remote, re most rewarding thing for me, and I think for anybody really, is like that level up that happens when you let go of a prior belief that was holding you back or you let go of, um, yeah, like limiting beliefs. For me, it was money. For me, I, I needed all the, all the security before I could go and like take these chances. Like I, I, I needed to have a certain amount of money that I didn't even know what that amount of money was. I needed to have more money in my bank before I could like go and like really live my life. Um, and I'm just realizing like th these are all just like self limitations that I created for myself. Like I was afraid to quit my job because I was afraid of what my dad would think. And then when I called him and told him, hey, I'm going to quit. Here's why I, I'm excited about it. And like I'm expecting him to like completely oppose to it. And he's like, that's great. You know, I'm, I support you. Do your thing. He, he was like, yeah, even I am thinking about that makes me want to like leave my job because and focus on my health more and, and these type of things. And I'm like, that, that was just like clicked for me. Like, wow. Like I, um, all of these things that were holding me back were all created by me. And like, I, I came up with all these limiting beliefs. It's not about like what other people think of me. It's like what I think other people will think of me. Um, so it's all internal. And, um, you know, that realization is, has been huge. Like we are like that I'm in control of everything around me, creating my life. Like this stuff used to sound crazy to me and I didn't really understand it. And I'm getting more and more of an understanding. So I'm here to kind of share that with everybody and uh, yeah, continue to level up and, and talk about some cool shit, some day-to-day -day stuff. And yeah, I'm going to end it here. I uh, appreciate everybody for listening if you made it this far and uh, looking forward to doing the next one.